that, that's loaded, right? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. A... <laughs> that's loaded. <laughs> I was thinking about that question. I was thinking about that question, and I said to myself, "Well, uh, you know, I, I I definitely want my brand to be around long after I'm gone." You know, and then I thought, like, does anybody remember Levi Strauss, or do they just wear his name on their ass? You know, it's it's kind of like that. Like, I guess I guess the the, the one thing that matters is what my I guess what my my family will remember me as like uh, and they'll 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 they will remember me as uh, a tenacious silly man that just kept getting up. Welcome to Scotch Parlor. I'm Rick Scotch, your host of the Scotch Parlor podcast, where we capture lifestyles and share stories of inspiring people that bring motivation, knowledge, and entertainment to our community. Life is good. Let's get started. Welcome to Scotch Parlor. I'm your host, Rick Scotch, on the Scotch Parlor podcast. Today, I have Alfred Ramos. He's the founder of Staggerly Goods. Staggerly Goods features limited-run handmade goods such as aprons, bartender, and chef accessories, and teas. It all started for Alfred when he was working for a custom tailor shop, and he became immediately fascinated by the amount of detail that goes in every single piece of clothing at the store. He was able to receive a real-life fashion education from design to craftsmanship to manufacturing. All this led up to taking his knowledge, his experience, and passion to start his own custom clothing company, Staggerly Goods. His company slogan is handmade and built with integrity. And I'm super pumped to have you share your story today, Alfred. Thank you for being here today, and I will pass it on to you for your intro. That that was a good intro. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> um, uh, thanks for having me on. And uh, my name is Alfred. I'm from uh, originally from uh, East L.A., uh, Southern California. Okay, cool. And I moved here in 2005. Okay. Yeah. Before that, I had no background in fashion. All right. All right. None all right. at all. So I didn't even go to school for that. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. You know. So yeah, I, I moved here and I really liked it. Uh huh. I thought to myself, if you can get from here to here in like 15 minutes, that's amazing. <laughs> no, no, no LA traffic. No LA traffic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I literally spent like two hours to and from that's four hours of your day and it's pretty bad moving here it was liberating okay you know it okay. was so no is and when, when you moved to san francisco uh the bay area where did you actually move to i moved to western edition for okay. a month okay there was like a a uh craigslist back uh-huh. then no nowhere in bnb yes yeah i know right there was a craigslist <laughs> and it was a short-term you know uh uh stay until we found a place and okay we actually found a place on pine and mason okay like by the mark hopkins and that was pretty cool stayed there for a while so i've lived in various parts of the city okay and one of my favorites was glen park all right i love that little community yeah yeah and and the outer sunset in la what were was there any mean that you're a business owner now was there any like childhood memories of as you're growing up that you found that that hustle that drive or something or the, or even the creative aspect yeah of it? no yeah absolutely so my my mom came from mexico and she was really young when she when she got here um and she went to school and I guess the 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 system over there is different. I mean, she was a little bit more advanced with, with uh, math oh, and, and yeah. other things. So she just ended up taking a uh, high school uh, uh, equivalency test, 
and she just got her uh, her diploma early and started joined wow. the workforce. Okay, went okay. to college basically. Okay, and, you know, and had me young, and I saw her hustle big time. I mean, yeah. she went to school. She had two jobs, yeah. you know, she just, she worked her ass off. Yeah, cool. So I, I think in our house, you know, laying around playing video games, I don't play video games. I never, you know, I just never did that kind of stuff. I just uh-huh. had to do stuff. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, you know, good stuff and bad stuff. Of yeah. course. You know? <laughs> You're still, still a kid. <laughs> but, uh, creative stuff. Yeah. I get, I mean, I was into the arts, I guess. And, and, um, did well and excelled in those classes and excelled in some like history kind of classes mm-hmm. entered in uh, in film uh i studied film so okay. I, I i did student films and uh got like a partial scholarship for a, a program and that was really cool and i thought that's what i really wanted to do gotcha you know, okay and really, how when, so how old were you at this time i was in my 20s okay i you know i was back and forth with school I, I you know i wasn't really into it yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah uh yeah. so i kind of wanted to work on a project and you know i would be in the editing bay for like i don't know 18 hours and go, oh <laughs> shit i have class and yeah it takes know, over your life it just man. takes yeah and, and the, the hours just whiz by uh-huh. you know it, it doesn't feel like work yes you're just in there and you know you're 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 putting a story together mm-hmm. you're, you're you know you're, you're looking at frames and you're going this is cool no that's cool and yeah anyway so uh la was just a something that i didn't mind stepping away from okay I didn't realize how how easy it was going to be wow, until okay. i moved here yeah and when i moved here I, I looked around and i go well my friends and my family aren't here but they're so close yeah that, and i made it work you that's know, cool i stuck around i made it work I, and it's also also like you're getting a new a new surroundings right it's like it's total different inspiration you get to check out new stuff and then oh uh, yeah kind of it's almost like finding yourself again in a way. Yeah, yeah. You discover something about yourself. And yeah. You, you know, you, so it was definitely like a, a change and, and uh, you know, just a, a coming of age kind yeah. of yeah, yeah, yeah. experience. All right. So, well, there you go. All right. Well, I see you got your, your work ethic and your uh, from your mom. That's awesome. Super yeah, my inspiring. dad too. My dad. And your dad, oh, okay. Man, my dad was a, just, it was a beast. All right. You know, the guy could just, he just did it. That's awesome. You know, that's awesome to have that. Uh, you see that uh, right in front of you your whole life. You know, yeah. it's it's that's something that not everybody gets to get. It's either one or it's I not. Mean, I did. I fought it for a long time. Oh, okay. I, was a, I was a slacker. I didn't want to do anything, and then mm-hmm. and then I realized like you gotta, you gotta honor your 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 upbringing. Yeah, you know? it's, yeah. it's a part of you. All right, so, well, there you go. So you find something you really love to do, and you just you do it. Yeah, right. I know it's as simple as that. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Before we even sort of start talking about your business, when you're in San Francisco, what jobs were you doing? I know we talked about the custom tailor shop, but uh, um, in San Francisco, there were really no jobs in the in the um, film industry. You know, yeah, limited, and and so I, you know, couldn't get really anything. So I went back to um, I was in a service industry in okay. Los Angeles, and I started doing that. And I work. I remember I I got here and I didn't know anybody, so I just had to fill my time up with work. So I had like three jobs. Okay. So I worked at the Old Enrico's before it closed. I worked at a couple other restaurants and it was like, this is cool because I could just walk to one right after the other. Oh, wow. So it was like right there. Yeah. So it's just it's right there, uh-huh. which 
didn't happen in LA. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, that's what I did. And uh, I was, um, a friend of mine introduced me to uh, this tailor shop in North Beach and I started helping him out and believe, I was just carrying boxes. I like, I had to move his storage unit, which was a, a nightmare. Okay. Okay. Uh, and he, you know, he'd pay me some money and, you know, just to fill up my time. And I started hanging out the shop more. And then I had like a custom shirt made and I go, this is cool. And I always wanted like, um, like a, uh, like a Desi Arnaz shirt, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and, and I walked in there and I saw one and I go, Hey, what size is that? And he says, he says, it's your size. Yeah. Everything's tailored. And I'm like, okay, well he put, he put it on me and I was like, well, this is cool. Uh-huh. You know? And I started hanging out a little bit more and started studying all the construction, looking at the stitching, looking at, looking at the way. Uh, the colors kind of, you know, work together, uh-huh. and, and uh, the, yeah, that, that was it. That was kind of, and then that's what it, you man. said. You that, saw it it. That's awesome. That really got me right there. So this friend of mine showed me a little trick when I started working there, because uh, I started. Eventually, I started doing consultations with people and putting a look together for them. And she said, "Well, look at look at celebrities and their." their profile, like their, their skin tone, their color. And these people have professionals dressing them. It's not like they get up in the morning and then just put whatever on. Okay. They have people dressing them. They have people, they have stylists. Yeah. And if you are able to pick up on someone's just look, their, yeah. their, their, um, demeanor or just like their style or their, their, I mean, lack of better words, their swag. Their swag, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and just the, their hair color, their yeah. skin color, all that. You can start recommending colors that work for them. Okay. You know? Instead of every guy coming in asking for charcoal gray. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah, yeah. You get, I mean, you just got that a lot. Okay. <laughs> and just start opening the doors a little bit. Like, uh-huh. try this or try that. And, and um, I started gaining momentum. And it felt really good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Felt like I was really, you know putting something together and and creating a, a loyal following. All right. So that was cool. All right. Okay. And then then after at that point with the custom tailor shop when you were like, all right, you're ready to ready to roll on your own. What was how I, did this I, happen? I, it wasn't just it wasn't just like that. Okay. Okay. I mean I got a sewing machine I bought on Craigslist and uh I started trying to put stuff together and believe me <laughs> you have your uh... yeah but i but i kept thinking about it okay and i kept thinking about how to put it together and what i'm going to do to put it together and i kept kind of deconstructing little things to go oh that's how they do it so then i just started doing it and um i left the tailor shop and i got a job in the industry and i started doing it uh part-time okay you know it took a while okay you know it it was it was a labor of, I mean, it still is. Yeah, but it was especially grueling back then uh-huh. because I had to find a space. I, you know, we didn't have space in in our apartment, and then we we were able to buy this small house when we got married, and my wife and I got married, and it was a really small space, so I had a little tabletop sewing machine there. Okay. And this was just just to put a timetable on this, and this is in oh, this was in this uh, this was in 2012. 2012, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, then I started working uh, in the industry, uh, in the service industry, and uh, it was it was harsh. I had to move four times in five years. Wow, wow. And you can imagine just 
because one place I got kicked out of one place I was working at. Okay. It was just I'll, I don't I don't even want to get into that. But, <laughs> Drama. Okay. but yeah, I got kicked out of there. All right. And then I moved to another spot and we got evicted. Okay. And then I moved to my mother-in-law's garage for a little while and bless her heart, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it just it was it was in Noe Valley, so I had a get to Noe Valley and then do a little bit of work and then get to work in Soma. And it was just a lot. Wow. Yeah. That's so exciting. then I moved to a place, uh, another place in Soma. And then the uh, leaseholder told everybody that the owner is evicting and it was a complete fraud. <laughs> but this happened a while back. This happened in 2013. So okay. uh, yeah. Then I moved to the mission for a while. Then I had to move from there. And wow. I mean, so uh, Stagger Lee was just dead in the water. So then, okay. So then, in 2012, when you your first, when did you like technically establish Staggerly? Was it already in 2012? No, or, I, I, or, I officially started it in 2017. Okay, uh, with the name. But did you already have the name idea? Concept? I had the name idea okay, already. Cool, cool, cool. Um, what am I? You know, I, and I wasn't doing aprons back then. I was doing uh, men's uh, jackets and you know, shirts. Uh -huh. And then I got a call from. Uh, a good friend of mine, Scott Baird, that uh, he is a co-owner of uh, Trick Dog. Okay. And he asked me to make aprons for them. And I go, okay, well, I'll, I'll see what I can do. And I made them the aprons. And then after that, I started getting like, it was just word of mouth. Okay. And it really just started with word of mouth. Sweet. Okay. And it was kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I got some really cool places too. Yeah. I, you know, I'm really proud of the fact that I was able to land some really good gigs. And I just decided, let's just make this a business. Okay. I'm, I'm not making anything else but aprons. I zeroed in on it. That's cool. You saw I the said, opportunity. Yeah, I saw an opportunity and I go, well, no one's buying a jacket because I'm I'm not getting a call to do like 20 jackets. Yeah. Um, I'm selling one here and there. And all of a sudden I started getting you know, requests from people. Hey, can you meet me? And you know, I started doing consultations. And bringing oh, okay. all the swatches and saying, this is what yeah. I can do, this is what I can do. And it was a lot of uh, figuring it out. Yeah. Like, I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. That, you know? And that's that's awesome, right? Yeah. Learn as you go, baby. Yeah. <laughs> learn as you go. Learn as you go. And, and then you have to start developing relationships with uh, fabric companies. Because back then, they were still in the old school. It's changed a little bit now. Back then, they were still in the old school uh, mentality where you had to buy a bulk to get it for a certain price. Okay. And then you you start finding places all of a sudden that are like, well, we don't have any minimums. Gotcha. And they go, this is great. Yeah. How yeah. did you, did you ever, um, at, now that you're doing this at that time, was it like, oh man, the LA fashion district, you were, because that's like, was it? I never thought of, that's the thing, doing this, my head was never like, oh, I'm fashion or I'm in the, yeah. I just never thought that way. Okay. You know, I just wanted to make something, construct some. I mean, my thing was construction. I'm a, I, when it comes to design, I'm, I'm a, uh, more of a minimalist. Okay. And, and I like the little details, mm -hmm. you know, I like it to be made well. I, I agonize over the little details. I still do. Like yeah. even yesterday I was like, <laughs> like, God damn, should I do this or this? You know, it, uh -huh. it just drives me nuts still. Okay. And that's what keeps you going. Yeah. 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 And that makes you better. Yeah, no, you, I, you've got to improve from the way I do it is I think what motivates me is just the next, the next project and how am I going to do this 
project that I've done a hundred times better than yesterday. Yeah, yeah. You know, I make a game out of it. Right. I have a little detail on, on like this little detail that wouldn't matter to anybody else, but it's a little a triangle detail on the apron and I count the stitches like one, two, three, four, and I go back and forth and I, and then I make a game out of it. Like how can I replicate it? Like how do I make it look the same way? I mean, you're never going to, yeah. you know, you, you, it's, it's hard to do. Yeah. But then yeah, I start I start doing that and that, and it just makes it fun. I make a game out of it. And it makes it fun for me, you know. And I can make like sixty of the same thing. <laughs> I'm just like, like this one's better than. And then it, it keeps you going. And it keeps looking you pretty good. You know, that's cool. It yeah. keeps you going. Yeah, it does. It keeps it. It it really for me it does. I mean, I know some people that are, do the same thing. Yeah. You know, and, okay. And they're they they're really into that. All so. right. All right. So then, so now we're in two thousand. Well, actually, so the last time when you moved from the, what was your the last move then before your you get into your Brisbane? Uh, the last move was the sun outer sunset. Outer sunset. I was living in the. Uh, I w- we're living in the outer sunset, and I had the studio in the garage. Okay. And I had just had my daughter, and I wanted to stay home more mm-hmm. and just work. Go I and mean, working at the restaurant, wake up and. And it was awesome. I decided that working from home was my jam. Okay. I loved okay. it. Okay. You know? Uh-huh. Because I can wake up, work. Yeah. And I can stay up to like three in the morning working if yeah. I wanted and then just roll into bed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I, I got, I, st- I get so much done at home. All right. So now that I, I, I decided to do that, I we, when we got the house in Brisbane, there was an extra room in the back and I go, this is going to be my studio. Cool. And I just I live in that place. All right, um, that's cool. I'm in there until all hours yeah. of the day and night. That's so, cool. Just creating, being a maker, baby. <laughs> I I you know, it's like manufacturing, and then I take a little break from that, and then I start just trying to create something else and challenge myself and and trying to come up with something a little different. Uh-huh. One thing I do. Uh, look out for is not to get sucked into a project that will take me days because I okay. can't I can't afford it I have to you know so how do you stop that because I, I'm it a took victim a, it, of that too it took a while <laughs> it took a while and this is one this is one thing I have to stress and you'll probably hear me say it over and over again don't try to do fifty projects get to pick one thing get really good at it okay get get so good at it that you can perfect it and do it right away and then and like really zero in on what who your crowd is what you're selling and your product uh-huh. don't do everything yourself you know i hired a bookkeeper like i finally got my head out of my ass and i hired a bookkeeper because i just you know yeah uh, i hired a photographer i hired you know i hire people to help and i go i'm not going to hire just anybody i wanted to hire somebody and i hired this photographer her name is allison weber and not only is she like such a amazing talent but she's like well connected mm-hmm. she was she worked in the industry herself and she knows all these people so i was able to round up models oh, she ended cool. up she ended up calling like, hey i'm gonna shoot a trick dog i'll call the the models and set it up sweet and i go easy. man yeah, really that's cool yeah that's awesome <laughs> yeah and and uh but you, you hire hire people to help one you just can't yeah. do it all yourself and if and you get really good at that one thing because before i wanted to do jackets vests shirts you just how you monetize your time yeah you're running a business yeah you know and uh you know now now that i've been doing the aprons it's been 
you know, I, I still love doing it. I'm at home. I get to pick up my kid from school and just just keep chugging and I have orders and it feels good. Yeah, it's a little I, stressful at times. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I, I, it's still a job at the end of the day. You still get that aspect. No, it's still, I mean, yeah, it's still a <laughs> but job. But you're loving what you do. <laughs> but I'm loving what I do. And yeah. then at, at a certain point I look around and I go, man, I've been doing this for 10 hours straight today. I think I'm going to clean up and I'm going to start uh, stitching a, a wallet. Okay. Just to just kind to of change, change it up. Yeah. You've got like your mind will, for sure. You you will start making mistakes after a while. If yeah. you keep going, you won't be able to really control it. Agreed, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, that's just me. No, no, I, no. I, I, I totally, like, like I mean, mine's amazing. Mine is not on a, the work level aspect, but when I have done, like, you know, long hours of editing or on video or whatever it may be, I have to, like, read a book or something, like, just right. to take my brain off of what I was doing, like, just change something up and uh and it does help it's like it's, it's almost like a sensation a relaxation it is <laughs> like it is. like all right okay but th that's how i relax <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 yeah. i know yeah you're and you're that's, doing another project <laughs> yeah, that's how i relax yeah, because, it's true though. Uh, you know it's challenging it's something that i want to perfect and i'm after mm -hmm. i'm after something yeah and, and when i and when i'm doing it i go well i can do it better mm -hmm. you know and, and I'm, a, I'm after i'm after that i'm after that's relaxing to me. That's soothing. Uh huh. You know? That's cool. All right. Well, okay. So then now let's talk about the name, where the name Stagger Lee Goods came from. So uh, who's Mr. Stagger Lee? <laughs> Stagger Lee was uh, Stagger Lee was a pimp. All right. In, in the late 1800s, he was a stylish pimp. All right. He, uh, you know, he was like like the Mac. They call them. They call the pimps the the Mac, and. Um, he became famous. It was, I mean, it's like a folklore. There literally been like hundreds of recordings of the story of Stagger Lee. Huh. Different lyrics, different musical, you know, um, versions of it. But uh, Stagger Lee uh, walks into a, a, a riverboat in St. Louis, Missouri, and they're gambling on the boat. And he's gambling with a colleague, and I guess he he was down and didn't have any more. You know, cash to put down. So his colleague took his Stetson hat away yeah. as collateral, and uh -huh. and Stagger Lee didn't like that. He got up and told him to give him his hat back. And and Billy Lyons, the the the, the colleague, <laughs> didn't want to give him his hat back. So Stagger Lee pulled out a gun and emptied it, and emptied the gun on him, and took his hat and walked out like 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 nothing happened. Oh wow! Yeah, so Staggerly, he was a bad man, or uh -huh. and they would they would write it Stackoly. People would say would call him Stag because he went solo, or you know there are different different versions of of the story. Okay, you know, so it's okay. been definitely you know some people embellish and go, oh, there's there are different recordings of it, and well, that's cool. And I worked at I helped a friend of mine at a record store in, in Los Angeles and I liked music a lot and it was really I always thought it was a cool name like, yeah 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 oh it's cool I always thought like oh that's a cool name it would be a cool yeah. name for a, for a jean company one day you know that's, yeah. that's what I had in mind okay okay, you know, okay I didn't have aprons in mind but, <laughs> but being being that it was at a bar that he shot this guy uh-huh and I go well that that kind of falls into place you know? yeah, yeah 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 so yeah so it was it was a card game Gone bad. Gone, all right, Staggerly. All right, yeah. Staggerly goods, baby. <laughs> That's awesome. So I know we, we kind of talked about uh, you. Well, you've mentioned how you continue to to challenge yourself to make yourself better. What 
is, would you consider that your secret sauce to, to your success or do you have another man i think i think everything's centered around that okay everything is that's cool it's great advice i mean like absolutely everything's like, centered around the 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 devil is in the details mm-hmm. everything's that's when I was working at the tailor shop, there were details on the back of the collar that I thought were cool, but there were like different colored threads and little things that take time because you have to change the thread out and then yeah. and then sew it and then you have to change the thread out again and like those little details, they matter. Yeah, for sure. You know, the construction sure. matters. I I was never one to really do anything oh like overproduced, gaudy, and just just all over the place. My thing is really getting being proficient being really good at it gotcha being, okay be, trying to be the best yeah in my mind i just want to be the best and the, and and that's it and uh-huh. i i will never be the best i will always be a student and i will i will always try to perfect yeah. everything i'm doing I, i'm never happy with it yeah i mean i always find something yeah that i i could do better right and i and i try i just that's another, you know, that that's really what keeps me motivated. Cool. All right. Is, yeah. Is that pursuit? Is this, yeah. 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 All right. The pursuit of the catching the unicorn of perfection. <laughs> exactly. It's like you'll never yeah. catch it, but chasing it's the dragon of perfection. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, uh, and then, so then, as far as uh, you're doing, so the aprons. What's your long-term vision on what you see staggeredly goods? Um, you know, I'm starting with one product. I started with the aprons. I see, um, I see a chance for growth. Kind of urged, like I gotta, I've gotta scale up. I've gotta find out how. And I did the Liberty Fair in Vegas, this uh, trade show in Vegas last month, mm-hmm. and I met one of my, uh, I guess, fashion heroes or whatever you want to call it, or you know, mm-hmm. this guy he owns Naked and Famous, uh, Naked and Famous. Uh, oh Anna. yeah. Yeah, they're great. And after talking with him about his production and how he does things, I go, I gotta get the hell out, away from the sewing machine and start running okay. this business. Okay. I gotta. I mean, I I've gotta stop making aprons, and I can have my passion project like my wallets or my leather goods, but I'm not gonna be able to take this anywhere else if I keep making a hundred to two hundred aprons in my in my at, at my house. Yeah. You know, I I have to find. And you, have, you, like I said, you can't do it alone. Yeah. Throughout the years, um, figuring out the direction of Staggerly Goods and where I was going to go with it, you know, I've had big help with my wife, Lauren Bingham. She's not only, you know, she's not only my wife, but she's also um, she's also a partner in the business, taking care of a lot of uh, a lot of the stuff that I can't really take care of, or you know, I'm not tech savvy. So she helped put the website together and uh, did a lot of the bookkeeping for me as well until we in, until we grew to a, a stage where we had to hire a bookkeeper and outsource that kind of work but uh, yeah she's been definitely the uh, the one of the driving forces behind uh, behind the brand one of my goals with staggerly goods is to is to build a culture behind my brand like mm. like I want I want to build a loyal following I I will go out of my way for my from for my customer you know i'm still a really small company it's mm-hmm. this guy a year ago dm me about a he oh he couldn't really afford the apron or some some i forget the the the, the reason why he couldn't get one and he, then he offered to showcase it on his youtube channel and then i took a look at the youtube channel 
he didn't have a lot of followers back then and i really liked what i saw yeah and i believed in him yeah and i go listen i'll offer you my entire line and i'll sponsor your show your youtube channel and he was stoked that's awesome and uh it's called educated barfly it's a cocktail tutorials okay on 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 youtube okay and uh he's a bar manager at a uh, a restaurant called the Colds French Dip in downtown LA. Okay, it's like a you know historic spot, and he he's a bar manager there, and he does a show, and it's awesome. I mean, I wish I had that in the '90s or something where I could watch <laughs> a show and learn how to make a you know five classic tequila cocktails. There you go. There okay. you are, and uh-huh. all the he'll give you the ingredients, a little history on the person that that invented the drink. Oh wow! Where it became so, popular, cool. a history on the spirit you're uh-huh. using, on the aperitif, any of that stuff. Like, oh, that's really cool. It's really cool. And I just said, you know what? Like, and he's now he's grown the following. Like, you know, he's, that's he's, cool. He's, I mean, I think he's over at over sixty thousand subscribers wow. on YouTube. Wow! Wow! So and that's awesome. and, it, and it's because I really liked what he was doing. Yeah, and you saw and it, you saw his vision and absolutely saw what he's all about. And that just goes with a lot of people. If they, if I think you're cool and mm-hmm. I and you approach me and I like you, I'm like like here yeah yeah you know? that's cool uh, that's cool you know i i i, I am kind of giving you know <laughs> yeah but it's, it's cool because it's like it also it's like your interest too right like i mean you have a general like i like that and and, and it is it's better to give oh what do they say you always give 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 and whatever happens happens yeah like, I, I it's mean, like I, you're I, not looking I, for anything no, no, back no, and, no, no. and and and, I, and it's a lot it's less stressful that way listen <laughs> listen do, do, doing this business for i have no expectations yeah, yeah 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 i just don't yeah you know i i you gotta forge your own way yeah if you want something don't be annoying about it but get out in front of it start emailing or however you want to if you want to land an account or something just get in front of the, the person just don't be don't you know don't be an asshole about it just go after it yeah it's yeah. there it's there it's it's there's opportunity there that's awesome that's awesome. so then uh why do you do what you do what's your inspiration behind all the, uh, all the madness of uh, being an entrepreneur I, I can't work for people man <laughs> no i i uh i you know being a dad has changed me as a man and uh, just going through what I what yeah I think that uh, a couple of things that have changed me as a man yeah and uh, of course that was uh, you know ha- having a child and and then having that child get sick and and almost losing that child has really changed me as a person as a man yeah and has put life it's just put me in a different in a different path in a different place. And uh, I want to be home. I like being home. Even if I were to uh, scale the business and grow bigger and have a, you know, one of my goals is to have a manufacturing company, you know, is to still try and work from home and be close to her, you know, and be more in her life. Because, man, you just, that was scary. That was a scary time. Yeah. Uh, so uh, in 2018, I found out that my uh, three-year-old had uh, medulloblastoma, which is a very rare form of cancer, and it's a brain tumor uh, that affects the cerebellum. And we noticed it that could because her balance was off. She was staggering as she was walking or crooked, or she couldn't keep a, ba- uh, a straight. She couldn't walk in a straight line. 
And uh, you had to really, when you have a loved one that's sick, you have to advocate. You have to be the, you're the strongest advocate for that person. Mm. If that person can't speak up for themselves. And uh, I had quit my job. Man, this is gets a little, this gets a little complicated. But <laughs> I, I quit my job. Uh-huh. I was working at a restaurant. It was uh, December and I quit my job. And the day after I, I was home and I said, I'm, I'm not, I don't have to work tonight. Like, like we can have dinner together. And then I get a call from my mother and she's, she's something's wrong. And she said, something happened to your dad. Can you come down? And uh, I was sitting, I got there. And as soon as I got to the hospital, I took a plane, I ran out of a car, I went to the hospital, went up to the fifth floor. Um, there was nobody in the room. And I was like, where the hell is everybody? And I walked down the hall. Everyone's crowding around a monitor. And the neurologist is explaining to my family that my dad had suffered a, a catastrophic brain aneurysm. Oh. And um, I just thought my, my mom was going to be alone. Like this, yeah. Like this. And uh, that was that, that was <laughs> that was terrible uh, news. We were we stayed with him, and um, I came back home after that, and I was just thinking about having to see a, a CT scan and, and how awful that was. And three weeks later, I was in a ER looking at another CT scan, and it was my daughter's, and there was a mass. Oh man. <laughs> It sucked. It sucked the life out of me. I just uh, looked at my wife when I collapsed. Yeah. So uh, that and I I had officially, (laughs) like I said to myself, you just got to find a way, you know, and you you, going through all that, you like you find this, this like strength and it just takes over. Uh-huh. It's like fight or flight. Yeah. And I started. I decided to stay and fight. And it wasn't just because I said, "Oh, I'm gonna just stand up to this." And it, I, you just do it. You're a parent. You you do it. Uh-huh. There's no other choice. There's no other alternative. You, yeah. You you have to do it. So, I remember that I had a project to do, um, and it was a big project coming up. It was, and I had to stay in the hospital, and uh, that's how I started off the second year of my business in 2018 i started it off four months in and out of the hospital solid and going home on the weekends to work on projects or whatever i could and and uh i knew i had to move keep moving forward like my life had just dealt me a a huge blow and if i let it it'll keep me down there but I, i had to keep I had to keep getting up. I just mm-hmm. kept getting up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, it doesn't matter what happens in life. Life life is going to, you know, life's going to fuck you up. Yeah. And you, you, you just have to keep keep getting getting back up. Uh-huh. And um, I guess uh, the one of the biggest things I realized about myself is I'm, I'm tenacious, you know? Mm. I, I won't stop. Yeah. And um, I I was in San Diego. We had to go to San Diego for to do some treatment. And uh, this is when a lot of the uh, 
the the flames had had simmered down okay you know like the intensity had had gone down a couple of levels and and you're in that place you're 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 there so i was in there and i you know idle hands i was in waiting rooms i was i was at the hospital so i just started hand stitching like and it like I said, it's therapy. It's like, yeah. it's, it's relaxing. Yeah. So then I started, started hand stitching leather cause I couldn't bring a machine in there or anything. I, you know, and, and so, and then, um, just doing that and flying back home to, to finish projects and, and, you know, getting back into the swing of things, like uh, readjusting to life, readjusting to life with, uh, with your little one. And she's got some special needs and, and she's in physical therapy and, and you, you just, you do all that stuff. Yeah. You just make it work. Yeah. You yeah, gotta yeah. make it work. Yeah. You know, yeah. I didn't want to give up. I didn't want to shut down. I, I, I didn't want to give up appointments, you know, huh. I, I would take, I'll take her with me. Yeah. 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 That's so, a, well, that's so. a, um, that's a, I mean, that's, yeah. I'm sorry that you had to go through that, but it, that is, um, that is definitely something to be every day inspired by. Like, I mean, that's, that's what wakes you up in the morning really quick. As yeah, as no, I mean, I, I, I changed so many things about, you know, I, I have this vision of how I want to be, you know, and I want to be healthy. I want to be there. I, I, um, you know, I slowed the drinking down a lot um, yeah. and, uh, you know, I started getting up really early and doing, you know, working out or something. Uh -huh. I just want to be healthy and I want to yeah. be, I want to be, you know, my wife and I are taking care of her. Like she's, a, you know, she's in our, her life is in our hands. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, I don't know. It's like symbolic, I guess, you know, I just, yeah, no, it's, you know, you want to be strong you want to be healthy and you want to be there, you, you know? And yeah. So I must've, um, and how she, so how's she doing today? Like she's in cancer's in remission. Okay. She's, she's, um, you know, we were getting scans. It's it's. She's been through a lot. Heavy chemo. Heavy. We spent a lot of time uh, going back and forth to the hospital for the last year and a half, and we we just had a little minor setback a couple uh, or last week actually, and she had to go in for an emergency uh, procedure, and and uh, that was a little scary. But she's she's on the mend, and she's playing with her toys and wanting mm -hmm. to go to the park now. So. Being yeah, the it, child that she is. Yeah, she's being a child, man. It's it's so that that and and then I'm doing the same thing. I'm I'm working my ass off and yeah, you know you're grinding. Enjoy, you gotta be grinding. You're, you're grinding. You enjoy you enjoy being you know yeah. So you enjoy being home and doing doing the stuff you have to do. And, yeah, you know, if someone comes up to you uh, that's looking for advice and um, stuff that you maybe have learned that you've learned now since you. Through experience, what piece of advice would you give them? Uh, like I said earlier, if if it's uh, advice on uh, running like a business, or, or if you're physically making, or yeah, well, let's let's do that. Yeah, so or, on, mean, on something or, well, or just advice. In no, no, because sometimes I'm like when I ask because I, I mean like the typical advice is just do it, right? Just go out there and do it. Well, but let's let's talk about you can go out there and do it and uh, waste your time and chase your tail and do all these things and never. I mean, you're doing something, so yeah. I guess you feel like you're doing it, but yeah. you're, you know, what are you producing? What do you, you know, monetize your time. Makes, like I said, do something, do one thing and get really good at it. You know, if you're a shoemaker, make the shoes. Be badass, you know, be the best. Oh, I'm the best shoemaker, you know. There's a kid in LA that I follow on Instagram, Brian the Bootmaker. He's incredible. The guy's, okay. the guy's flawless. 
He's like, he looks like, he looks like he's 12. Oh, wow. And, and, and I just, and I, and I'm looking at him in awe. I'm like, I'm just like, wow, this guy's, this guy's awesome. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, like, like 40 year old men walk in there and like, like, uh, you know, that, that are accomplished and, and they're just like, well, this kid's like, you know, it, that, I mean, do something, do one thing, get really good at it. Like know your market, know your, know your, know your client, I guess, know what you're selling. Uh-huh. You know, what are you, what are you making? Yeah. Ask yourself that. Be be uh, self awareness is is damn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so important. <laughs> you know, be self aware. That's a big one. You look at your work, look at it, and go, could this be better? Yeah, like fuck yeah, it could be better. You know, work on it. Just just do that, and I think you'll be okay. I think you'll be better off than most people. You know, if you try to if you try to do too many things by yourself. I mean, okay, this is a this is a funny one, and I think people in my position know what I mean. If some a friend of, of yours introduces you to somebody, oh hey, this is my buddy, he makes stuff, and the person says, oh you make everything, and then you automatically like, you, I kind of feel like I'm under pressure to say like, yes, I make everything and I do everything, you know, and it's like, and then you turn around and actually start making everything, you're 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 setting yourself for disaster. You really are. Don't say you're making like these people don't have no idea how much work it takes to do a a, a, a seam like to 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 have to seam rip little mistakes and do them over like they have no clue. Yeah. They think that you're making everything and that's great, but they have no idea how much work it is. They have no idea what what it entails. Yeah, you know. Yeah, agreed. And agreed. Uh, yeah, just don't fall into that kind of stuff. Just go like, yeah, I do this and that, and you know, I have a company and blah blah blah. I don't know, whatever you want to say. That's but, that's a great. That, no, that's yeah, great. Right? That's a great. People do not. Um, understand the time that goes into it they just see the fine it's like you see the the successful people oh i want to be that person but they don't right. see the work that right they put exactly. all those years they put in to get to where they are just because i can do it in 15 minutes don't bash the, all the years it got me to just do it 15 minutes all those years of doing it every day every day every day yeah i can do it in 15 minutes now right I can do it quick, no, exactly, exactly you're still gonna pay me for all those years i mean of, i mean i do it i look at these leather guys that are making like the, the i follow this japanese company and they're awesome and this guy it's like two guys really and they keep putting out new problem like how like what the 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 thing is they've been doing it for 25 years so yeah, it's they like, they can just hammer it out and make it and it looks great. Yeah, but that's experience. Yeah, you know? is, right. I mean, uh, you know, I can I can put together fifteen aprons in one day. I did one my first day. You know, my yeah. first my first pair of pants took me three weeks to make. You know, it's just you think about it that my first wallet took me three days and it looked like horseshit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, so it just it takes time. I'm the I'm a big believer in the ten thousand hour rule. You know, you keep doing it, you keep doing it, and you're you're gonna get better. You it takes time, but you're gonna get better if you just keep doing it. Don't give up. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep trucking along. You know, it's you know, one day you look back and you go, "Oh, that's I did that." I know, right? <laughs> you know, that's that's cool. I mean, I've come a long way. I've, I I took out an old apron that I made, and it looked like dog shit, and. I go, all oh, this kind of stinks. <laughs> yeah. And then I compared it to what I have now and I go, well, you know what? It's not like flashy, but it's clean and, and, um, you see the, you know, yeah. You see the detail. Exactly. And, you know, it's just well thought out. Yeah. You know, well executed. So, yeah. 
that's uh, all, uh, some advice. I, you know, yeah, you make, you make it your own, but um, the technical part, like nail that down, you know, all right. have, okay. a, have a system. Once you have a system going, it'll be much faster. You have a routine. It'll be quicker to put things together. Uh-huh. You know, you'll be more effective that way. Cool, cool. All right, so let's step away from the work. Yeah, let's, let's step let's, away from the work. Let's step yeah. away from the work. Tell me what is your perfect day off? Perfect day off? What do you like to do? Well, that's that's like really easy. I like to go to Rockaway Beach in Pacifica. Okay. And, you know, when it's sunny, it's cool. Uh, but my kid loves the beach. I love the beach. Mm-hmm. So I, I try to do the beach every weekend you know and take take her take her there because she's just just looks out into the water and and she's just and and me too Uh we uh, we we love it so uh a perfect day off yeah it's it's taking her there um getting up early going for a really like grueling workout in the morning so going home getting that together and then and then hanging out. Cool. You know, that's that's a that's a really good day off for me nowadays. Yeah, that's cool. All right, all yeah. right. Kind of a little rest and relaxation. Yeah, that's and it's so relaxing. And then at night, maybe you know, do a little, <laughs> do a little <laughs> you know stitching. <laughs> well, okay. So then, so then, what hobbies? I mean, is that what you consider boxing? Okay. Okay. Boxing. Cool. I love it. I awesome. love it. I all just right. got. I got back into it. The guy that owns Third Street Boxing, he lives down the street from all me. All right, all right. It's a lot of fun because now I'm having fun challenging myself to do certain exercises yeah. that I've never done before. Okay, okay. And then, you know, like my posture and just, uh-huh. just you know your stance and little like little things. You, yeah. You, you, I I get into it because it's just more. It's it's. I mean, I'm just not running, and running is therapeutic for a lot of people, but it's. It's boring for me. I don't, I don't want to. Yeah, I've tried know. so many times to be the runner. It's I'm hard just, to get I, motivated to go out and run. <laughs> like, I, I just, and I've come to the point, self-awareness, <laughs> I'm not a runner. <laughs> exactly. Like, so, like my friend plays basketball and that's cool. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Because that's, yeah. that's fun. Yeah, yeah. Make, make it fun and, and exciting. And I love, I, I love the sport. I've always loved the sport. The sport's been a part of the family for, for years. Uh-huh. Uh, my dad watched it, you know, of course, growing up. You know, we had uh, Julio Cesar Chavez. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like the pride of Mexico. And, yeah. You know, and, and uh, for me, I loved Oscar because, yeah, you know, because yeah, yeah. we were from East LA. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 for sure. Right? So, and he was, and he was badass. Yeah. Know? So it's like, it's stuff like that, 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 um, it's fun and, and, so that's a, that's a good day off. That's a hobby of mine. Okay, cool, like, cool, cool. Know? Yeah. And then uh, I know you say you've kind of, you've, you've kind of pushed, uh, back on the alcohol, you kind of slow down on that. But do you have a cocktail choice as far as if you're gonna man indulge? when I when I when I walk into a, a bar, I have to go for a for a, a Negroni, man. Okay, love that. All right, if it's a cocktail, that's that's it. All right, yeah, all it's, right, it's the Negroni. Uh-huh. Uh And if it's spirit, it's a it's a it's a it's a Fortaleza Repo Neat. Oh wow, okay, yeah. okay. Like that's you know I I'm. You know, staying away right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I I enjoy getting up early. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, that's that's 
that's that's the thing right all right cool cool cool. all right so uh just to kind of close out the 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 podcast here uh i have two questions Uh, one how do you want to find your legacy and and i wanted you to take the approach of like who you are today (laughs) and maybe a little bit in the future how do you want to be defined man that's that's loaded right yeah it's it's (laughs) that's loaded (laughs) i was thinking about that question i was thinking about that question and i said to myself well uh, you know, I, I I definitely want my brand to be around long after I'm gone, you know. And then I thought, like, does anybody remember Levi Strauss or do they just wear his name on their ass? You know, it's it's kind of like that. Like, I guess I guess the the, the one thing that matters is what my I guess what my my family will remember me as like uh, and they'll 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 they will remember me as uh, a tenacious silly man that just kept getting up you know that's awesome that's that's it all right well there you go that's awesome that, that's no. good that works for me that, hey that's that's what it's about right so then i mean it might be going to the next thing where i'm gonna have you finish the sentence alfred is a silly son of a bitch all right well there you go yeah. so then like so the other thing uh plug in your so your your instagram uh oh yeah what's the, your uh, handles um for all your your social media social media, media craziness, God, I, <laughs> social media. Yes, you can find me on social media. Uh, Staggerly Goods. Your website. Stagger- oh yeah, uh, staggerlygoods.com. Uh, my my uh, website's up. I've got um, aprons for sale on there. T-shirts, wallets, uh, uh, key rings. I'm slowly adding to it. I'm not trying to you know go. Uh, Go overboard. I'm just trying to do what what I can do. Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah, I've got I've got some goods up there. You can also contact me um, at info at staggerlygoods.com if you want to set up a consultation or whatever. You know, I can, if you're local, I will go and meet you and take some fabric. And, cool. And then we can chat. Cool. Perfect. So they if they need to reach out to you. Uh, so then what I'll do is on our, each of my Scotch Potter podcast stories, I'll make sure that the links there. For for everyone awesome. to, to check out and awesome. Mr. Alfred Robert, dude, you were you were awesome, man. This is like your story is unbelievable. It's uh, truly inspiring, and I, I want to thank you for sharing it. And uh, Staggerly Goods, baby, I, I freaking I'm a, hey, I'm a fan, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you got a good thing thank, going. Thank, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Man. For sure, for sure.